Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Denise Warner. Hello, I'm so excited. I get to be on it again. And Taylor Weatherby. I feel like I need to be like, ho, 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 to let this one in. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, As Taylor indicated, this is our uh, annual slash, I think we've maybe done this twice before, so not 100% annual, but uh, holiday music podcast. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of the new Christmas tunes that came out in 2018. There's actually a lot of really good stuff. Um, which is not something I would say every year, but this year there's like a few like awesome. I mean, there's like big names and some like small ones that have kind of like come out. I think I failed the homework part of this uh, project because I picked two of my songs were definitely covers, but they're new, so I feel that's like fine. that's okay. I, I think that's totally fine. Okay, good. <laughs> and no, and you had good picks. Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, so let's start with uh, the definitely like one of the biggest holiday releases. Uh, is John Legend's Christmas album, A Legendary Christmas. Which, Truly legendary. Truly if you've legendary. been, I mean, I feel like you have to have seen, like he did Rockefeller, right? He, he sang at the Rockefeller he tree. He did the tree. And then right after the tree, he and Chrissy Teigen, or Teigen, I believe it's actually pronounced. It is but Teigen. It's Teigen, yeah. but she goes by Teigen because that's what everyone says. Uh, they did a little holiday special and it was super cute. I didn't a, watch it. A but... little cheesy, but not in a bad way. Zach Elfinakis was on it. I love Zach there was like he, Did Luna yeah. make an appearance? You know, I don't remember. That's important. I was okay. maybe drinking a little bit of that <laughs> while I was As you watching the it. Nog. Yeah. Okay. But it was really cute and, you know, he performed, um, obviously. So it's kind of been pretty ubiquitous this yeah he's been like everywhere with this um and obviously he has a great voice but you know like doing a christmas album is a super difficult thing i mean you know the people who succeed like your michael bublé's end up with these albums that sell a ton of units every year like you know 10 years down the road and the people who fail it's just like sort of embarrassing and everyone pretends it never happened i don't think this one will be a failure oh no this is definitely like i think kind of like a new classic he'll yeah. be minting money for a little bit for yeah. years to come i was listening to it and i was like i feel like he did a really good job at making it a john legend album but making it a christmas album that feels like truly christmas but it's like he puts his spin on every song and he did a lot more originals than i imagined he was going to yeah which is like a dicey thing to do like yeah. new christmas songs but they seem really good. I mean, what do you? I mean, I guess let's uh, let's let's start with a couple of years, Taylor. 
before we swing to Denise's pick. So one of the ones you picked uh, was No Place Like Home, which is an original he wrote for this. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you think about this one? It's like a slower, you know, like with his Bring Me Love song. Is that the single off of the, like the the Christmas single that was like his original? Um, That one's like really upbeat and fun, but No Place Like Home is a little bit more like heartfelt and like kind of the I'll be home for Christmas kind of thing. It's like a really cute, slow very touching song i don't know what did you guys listen to it right what did you think of i it? loved it um you know his silky vocals are always great but it's like just it's kind of a cool sound that i guess i wasn't maybe expecting from him it's like real like retro like 70s like soul it's like the horns sound like they're from like a cocktail lounge yeah and um the background vocals like kind of these high-pitched like jazzy background vocals sound very much um like from a kind of a cheesy smooth jazz record in the 60s or 70s or even like steely dan or something like that um it's just like really like elegant and like kind of retro fun Mm -hmm. i was like i'm all about it i loved it and that's high praise coming from me because i usually skip over the originals when i uh listen to new christmas you're album. like you're against Wait, the, 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 new, the new wave but yeah. both no place like home and what's the other one sorry bring, bring me love. bring me love i loved you know it was so john legend it was a good song i loved it it will be in my rotation yeah and that is high price because it's like hard to do a new like the last new christmas song i can think of that i was this excited about was uh the Ariana Grande. I was about to say the Ariana Grande has made it into it's my life. In my annual, yeah. <laughs> like Santa, tell me. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Santa, tell me is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Um, well, let's listen to this one's uh, "No Place Like Home" from John Legend from A Legendary Christmas. And then we'll talk about another song from that. But uh, let's listen to this here. I got everything I need right here. There's no one else I need to call. Cause there's no, no place like home. All right, um, let's talk about Denise. You picked another John Legend song, uh, his collaboration with Esperanza Spalding, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, a song some of us might have heard before. I think we've probably all heard several versions before, but I have to say that John Legend and Esperanza Spalding are amazing together. Their voices really work. It's just such a fun version. The music video is beautiful, too. Ooh, but, I'd like, I mean, the they're gorgeous. Um, but I album maybe maybe they should (laughs) no but I just love just everything about it and I loved like how she kind of brought in and made her own kind of stamp on Mm -hmm. the on the song itself because she has a gorgeous voice and you know you don't see her around too often so it was nice that she got the showcase but I just thought they worked really well together it was you know they sang well together but then they also you know did their own solos well I don't know I loved it. What did you guys think? Yeah, I mean, their voices just work so well together. Like you said, it's like they really should just release something more than mm-hmm. the, than just one song. But no, I like the way that they put a spin on it. I feel like it was like... Um, the way they both pronounce have yeah. just really gets me. And right, I don't how? know. I, so I can't can do, it? do it. It's like have. No, it's not like that at all. But you know, <laughs> no, it it's like... Beautiful. No, it does, right? Um, but it's just like something about the way they enunciate just gets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Big enunciation. Big enunciation fan. fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's, Esperanza Spalding is super talented. I mean, I think it's too bad that she's, like, best known as, like, the person who beat Justin Bieber for Best New Artist. I was wondering like, if that was going to come up. A legit, like, a really talented person. And she's, she's like, a jazz bassist in addition to being a singer. And there's, like, some fantastic smooth jazz bass on this. Um, and just, like, the production on this song and, like, the whole thing... It's like, it's just, I don't know, it's like that sweet spot for, I think, what works for, like, a Christmas album. It's like, the strings are really lush and elegant, but not, like, cheesy over Mm -hmm. the top, but still, like, it's kind of nice and, like, warm and inviting. The one thing that's hard to do with these classic holiday standards is kind of make it your own, but also recognizable for Mm -hmm. uh, the audience or for for everyone. And I think John Legend does that with all of the covers he does on this album, especially Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah. I totally agree. But yeah, it's tough to do because like when you hear it, like you, I can't help but hear Johnny Mathis's voice. Right. Doing it. It is. It's, you know, like the the definitive version. It is. But I think, you know. But you got to mix it up sometimes. You really do. And it's fun to hear other people sing it. And it's really fun to hear John Legend and Esperanza Spalding sing I think it's really cool to bring in a female because you don't Mm -hmm. really hear that on this version or this song. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. I feel like this song is usually a male even. I feel like not a whole lot of females go for it. So the fact that he thought to not only make it a duet, but make it a duet with a female. Right. Like it kind of, it also kind of brings a new dynamic to the meaning of the song and kind of the, the origin of it too. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Christmas classic. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's John Legend and Esperanza Spalding. If the fates allow Hang a shining star upon the highest bough Yeah And have yourself a merry little Christmas now All right, uh, let's see one of my picks. So, Tyler, the creator... Uh, the song is, wait, I actually I forgot to write down the name of the song. Hot I think chocolate. it's called Hot Chocolate. chocolate. Um, so Ty- there's The Grinch Who Sold Christmas, this new animated movie. Thank God they're not doing more live action, Dr. Seuss. Those are abominations. This is the one with Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've not seen the movie yet. I haven't seen the movie either. Right. I'm just happy that there's not another live action Grinch because yeah, that, that was, was deeply horrifying. I read that, not to get too far off topic, but I read that Jim Carrey had to endure CIA torture training to be able to do the makeup for that. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Like he, he has to go, how, how is that so involved? Like it's basically <laughs> the same as waterboarding It's basically or the same as torture, so he had to be trained how to handle it so he could do makeup for nine hours. Anyway. Would, anyways, it doesn't, I don't want to get off on just, that. Just, just a little tidbit. They're not remaking another live action yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, though, so Tyler, the creator, kind of uh, helmed the soundtrack, but then he did uh, a separate EP of songs inspired, I forget the exact name of it, I should have written it down, that's on me, but it's one of those, like, you know, like, songs from and inspired by The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And it definitely had the old Grinch rendering on it, right? Like, yeah. it kind of looked mm-hmm. like a, like you said, stylized version of the original, original cartoon. Yeah. Which is so good. So good. Um, but yeah, so Tyler, the creator, uh, he's working with this electronic producer, Jerry Paper. The song is Hot Chocolate. Uh, it's just this really weird, cute um, but kind of like a mixture of like alt pop and R&B, um, but just kind of like a weirdo alternative song with these kind of like 
It's like a light, delicate, electronic pop R&B song. It's just a mixture of weird things, but it's all very cute. And it's just a song where he's describing the way he likes his hot chocolate. Doesn't he talk about skim? Is it skim milk or 2% milk that he likes? I think it was 2%, 2% which I definitely milk. can agree with. Relate yeah. to. <laughs> I think two is a solid. Although if you're going to have hot chocolate, you should just use whole milk. I disagree because I think it's too sweet then. I, I had some the other day and I was just like, oh, so I couldn't even finish it. It this was is, just like way too sweet. I bet there's like a whole Twitter debate that we did not find before this that people are like, no, it definitely needs to be 2% after this song. And then people are like, no, whole milk. We're right. basically having a live action Twitter feud about it right now. Right. You know, before Twitter, we called live action Twitter feuds just feuds. feuds. Just you might actual say. discussion. Yeah. <laughs> discussion. It's like Plenty a, of problems. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really, I don't, what do you guys think about it? I really liked it. It's such a fun bop or jam. Yeah, I think it's a bop. Is there a bop? Yeah. I never, I'd say bop. I, I really, like, I've listened to it a few times before, and I was like, oh, I really like this. It's super fun, like you said. It's silly. Um, it really kind of puts you in the mood, not just for hot chocolate, but just for Christmas. It's and like Yuletide cheer. And ha- hanging out and being warm and cozy. Well, it's something that you don't really ever see being sung about is hot chocolate. Like it's like maybe slipped into a lyric, but Mm -hmm. the fact that the whole song is about hot chocolate, I'm like, I feel like this is the most relatable (laughs) song. And I don't know. I just like, I feel like there's a little bit of a funkiness to it too. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of just Tyler, the creator's way of creating. But um, no, I love the fact that he thought to sing a whole song about hot chocolate and did a really good job with it. Yeah, that's a good point, because there's a million different Christmas songs and a lot of new ones, but it's hard to find something new to say about it. And he'd like actually like by just it's what's the advice they always give writers like write about like something very specific and small. And like, that's exactly what he's doing with this song. Yeah. And it's really fun to have a a good Christmas or holiday song outside of the pop R&B like, I guess it's a little R and B, but it's but, still yeah. it's a I mean, it's hip hop. It's, like, it's hip hop. It's more hip hop. So I always like you know just a little a little daring to do outside that of like your vocal cunt- pop realm. exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's super fun. Yeah, it is. All right, well let's listen to it. It's Tyler the Creator with Jerry Paper, and it's hot chocolate. I prefer milk if it's two percent. Marshmallows on top and some extra weight. You can even use cinnamon, cinnamon on top. Hot chocolate. Looking to upgrade your audio? Get powerhouse sound for your music and podcasts. Shure Sound Isolating Earphones provide immersive audio and complete freedom in a custom comfort fit. Pair with your Bluetooth device, or use the innovative detachable cable system to plug directly into any device. Flexibility never sounded so impressive. Visit shurecom slash listening to save on select models during the holidays. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, Christmas Juggernaut, Pentatonix. Pentatonix just kills it. I feel like they're going to release a Christmas album or a holiday album every year. Because didn't the other one come out last year where they did Hallelujah? believe it did it might have been two years ago there was definitely something pentatonix christmas that came out last year although i have to say that leonard cohen's hallelujah is not a christmas song but you know what neither is uh handel's hallelujah Mm -hmm. but that was the 
Christ, or the Easter portion of the Messiah, but yeah. it's been adopted or <laughs> whatever. Perverted. As a, yeah. But let's get back to pentatonics and my pick, which is... Making Christmas. Yes. Sorry, I took Joe's line. Um, <laughs> my bad. I'm not, I'm never on these podcasts. I don't know how it works. Um, but it is a cover of the song from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and all the Halloween town or Halloween, whatever they're called, workers are making presents for kids because they've kidnapped Santa, etc. So they're making... Uh, Christmas presents out of bats and dead rats and <laughs> skulls and really gross mice and things like that. But it's just a fun... It, it, you have to listen to it because it's it's got like a minor tone. To, it's it's not in a major key. It's in a minor key and it kind of has that like eerie Halloween-y sound. Mm-hmm. But it's still a fun, fun little song on this album. I think... What did you guys think? So I have to admit something. Taylor uh, didn't listen to it. No, I listened to it, oh. but I had no idea it was a cover because I've never seen The Nightmare Before oh Christmas. Oh my god. I'm aware of that movie and I know oh, all about like the imagery, but yeah, yeah, I've never seen the movie. Uh, so the it fact that just like brought like a whole... 30 years ago... 25 years ago. So I'm, I'm aware of what it's, what it's all about. Very young. But yeah. yeah, but I just never have actually seen the whole thing. Um, so Too I know, scary. I know like this is Halloween, but that's about all I know. But anyway, uh, so I had no idea that this was a cover so until Taylor you just was said it. like, what is so, this? No, it's kind of crazy because I just like listening to it, mm-hmm. I was like, this has this imagery of like, the fast-paced gift wrapping mm-hmm. kind of like chaos mm-hmm. that is gift wrapping and making presents and like the Santa's workshop kind of thing. So that's exactly what I envisioned. This is like the point of view from somebody that had no idea it was a cover. See, that's so, good. And there's going to be a ton of people like that, yes. <laughs> especially in the pentatonic sphere. So um, no, I mean, I I got that vibe completely, and I feel what you say about the um, the like eeriness of it. Mm-hmm. It's which is funny because you don't think of pentatonics as eerie in any yeah. way. So. So they did a really good job at kind of owning it as a pentatonic song, but at the same time keeping the same tone as a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of vibe. So I loved it. it I loved the the whole like imagery that it created in my head. Next year on November 1st, you should watch the movie because it's the best time to watch it the day after Halloween because it sort of brings you into the holiday season and I've decided that November 1st is the correct day to watch it. So right. like December 19th is not going to be the best day for me to watch it? No, because, it? You, well, you can watch it now. I think you'll still like it, but it just it, as, especially if you like Halloween like I do, um, you know, it kind of brings you, it's a good transitional movie, mm-hmm. but That's watch right. it whenever you want to. <laughs> From one season to the other. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's creepy as shit. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, acapella has that thing where it's like a lot of times it's like cute and like glee-esque but a lot of times it can be really eerie and haunting and they definitely mind that which is cool because you know that's not their usual christmas tees um they should do a whole nightmare before christmas that'll like, be 2019 cover christmas project they should do album. like a halloween ep or something like, they, that'd be great like there's not enough halloween music um but yeah it's cool i like it um I think this is their like third Christmas full length, but then they have some Christmas EPs. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of Christmas music. There's other. There's really good. Um, there's a really good version of Jingle 
spells that they do with a full orchestra on this album too. Highly recommend that. Um, they, I forget what other songs they do, but it's all it's all a really great album, and mm. they all sound great and highly recommend. I think it's cool that they're still trying to kind of like broaden the Christmas catalog for them like mm-hmm. not just making a new album that's christmas but th- throwing in a nightmare before christmas mm-hmm. kind of song it's, it's like they're clearly very mindful of the selections that they're making for their christmas albums even though it's like pentatonix has another christmas album you know it's, it's kind of cool to hear them do something like making christmas to i don't like know bring in a new bring yeah. in a new feel for them yeah Totally. And yeah, and they've like, they're owning the lane. Like, they sell so many Christmas records. And who doesn't like acapella? I mean, a lot Especially of people. On Christmas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, but for those who do, it's all great. It is very, they're very, very good at what they do. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Pentatonics, Making Christmas. And here it is. It's ours this time, and won't the children be surprised? It's ours this time, making Christmas. All right, uh, that was Pentatonics. Uh, let's go to Taylor, another one of your songs. Uh, David Archuleta, Got going all the way back David to Archuleta. Idol. Uh, Christmas Every Day is the song. Yeah, I mean, it's like he is the pre-Pentatonics Christmas master. I feel like he put out this album this first Christmas album, oh my gosh, like 2008, like right after Idol. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was like, this is exactly what he should be doing. Not that he shouldn't be creating other stuff, but his voice is so perfect for Christmas music. I feel like Josh Groban and Michael Buble might argue with you a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I feel bit. like they might yeah, take that crown from <laughs> David Archuleta. I mean, I don't think that he is the master. I think that he fits perfectly. I definitely think that Josh Groban and Michael Buble have their own... I mean, they're like a whole different level. But no, I, I think that it's so great that he's back and doing another Christmas album because his voice is so perfect for these kind of songs and his lighthearted pop vibe is what works really well with the whole Christmas spirit kind of thing. And that's exactly what Christmas every day is. So I, I I thought it was just so cute and I listened to it and was like, this is exactly what I would expect from him, but in a very like not predictable way and more of like a, I'm really excited that he's back and he this is exactly what he should be doing for Christmas music and it's super pop and upbeat and making you feel like Christmas should be every day. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys, what did you guys think? So David Archuleta is actually surprisingly uh, on a regular rotation in my, uh, just one song, Just Crush. Um, but it's, so I, I haven't forgotten about him because it often pops up when I'm working out because I don't know why, but I like that song. Well, I love that song a lot. I don't know that it's really appropriate for cardio. I was but say, that's a great workout. Yeah, song. no, Choice. it's not, but it just, you know, it gets you going, I guess. Um, but so I was happy that, because um, I will admit, I didn't realize he was still making more music, I should have assumed. But um, so I was happy when you sent us a song and I got to listen to it. And I was like, yeah, this is a really cute, fun song. His voice sounds great. You can remember why all those girls were really upset that he lost. And um, it was, I, I really liked it. Who did he lose to? Chris Allen, I believe. Wait, no, that was Adam Lambert. Oh, that, no, you're it was, right. It was David oh, Cook. David. Oh, yeah, it was oh. the Davids. It was the Davids. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Oh, sorry. 
My bad. That's okay. We can have a whole separate idol discussion later. <laughs> or not, <laughs> well, yeah. or, or not, not. <laughs> or never. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I like this is not like something I would love, but it is like cute, like cheesy fun. I think it actually is a really solid song. I mean, like all things considered, and like the backup vocals are really sweet. Um, you know, it's like it's it's just like an enjoyable holiday diversion. It's exactly what you want from an original Christmas song, like, right? Like if someone threw this on a playlist and it was like background music, I'd be totally fine with. It's that. not gonna make you mad. It's not gonna make me mad. It's not gonna make me a Grinch. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna be something I'm gonna return to a ton, but you know what? It's it's good. It's cute. I had so, to shout out David. Sorry. Sure, that's fine. Arch, what are his fans called? Archies? The Archies? I don't are know. they? I have I'm no idea. Up. I have no idea. I'm a proud one, whatever we are. The Darchies. Darchies. I don't know. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, all right, let's listen to it. David Archuleta, Christmas Every Day. It all goes by so fast. If only I can make this Right. Um, next up, I'm doing another one of my picks. So uh, J.D. McPherson, who is uh, a Tulsa, Oklahoma singer-songwriter who kind of does like some throwbacky, like retro sounds, uh, has this whole new album called Socks, and it's a Christmas album dedicated to the present that no one ever wants to get, but you always seem to get, um, which is kind of a funny idea for a Christmas album. Uh, the song I picked is called Hey Skinny Santa, he does this thing that's very like kind of rockabilly revival, um, very like early rock and roll sound, like Bill Haley and the Comets, Fats Domino, Louis Jordan type thing, where you know it's like early rock with the like saxophone and there's like a lot of jump. You know, you kind of like shoulders bopping up and down to it. Um, I was it's it's obviously not jazz, but I was reminded of a Charlie Brown's Christmas. One yeah. for the artwork, but two for kind of the throwback sound of it. Obviously, at the time when Charlie Brown's Christmas came out, it wasn't really a throwback, but right. now it is. But um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, that like you said, that rockabilly sound. Um, it's okay in my house because we. It's, 
my husband like hates country music so anytime mm-hmm. but as long as it's that like throwback either rockabilly or you know really old willie nelson country right. like so i definitely think like he would appreciate this album because it's He'd like just, it. yeah. he would allow it so it gets to be played in my house i thought the song was so funny and cute yeah. um so I, I need to listen to the whole album it the whole thing is cute it's funny i mean shout out to my parents they're the ones who turned me on to this um, but yeah, and like the lyrics are really funny. So it's about, uh, Hey Skinny Santa's about Santa, you need to fatten up because the kids, you know, are expecting that. Um, which reminds me, I think it's the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation. Yep. I was just going to say, Mrs. that's Claus exactly what I like, thought the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like, the, wait, what did she say? The children don't want a skinny Santa, yeah, they want just, a fat yeah. Santa, <laughs> which is iconic. That was a perfect, uh, imitation a of, reading that. of that. A reading of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and then the lyrics are just like additionally cute. Like he's talking about feeding fried green tomatoes to the reindeer and like hundreds of thousands of donuts for Santa. Uh, what do you think about it? Take yeah, on. I was going to say, all I really remember from listening to it was the fact that he's like, Santa, eat more donuts and stuff. It, but it was like less in your face and more just like a cute little upbeat. Like, yeah. Santa, you probably should not be skinny this yeah. Christmas, but in a really like witty way. I feel like I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole album, but I assume that the whole album is kind of all of that quick wit kind of yeah. funny take on Christmas. I mean, and I, could, I might be getting this, but it's like really short. Like the whole album's like 30 minutes. So it's just kind of like quick little blasts of like retro fun with very clever lyrics. So going back to what we've said about original Christmas songs, I just really appreciate when somebody takes a totally different angle on something. Mm-hmm. So you don't really hear about Skinny Santa being sung. So, you know, I feel like that is kind of a shout back to the. Uh, Rudolph story. At least I hope. I think I, bet I would like it to is. talk to him. I bet it's and see if that's exactly that. we yeah. should, where he got the We should investigate. I feel like I said that investigative yeah. piece on this by Taylor Weatherby. Yeah, done. I'll, I'll try and it. get that done yeah. by next Tuesday. Yeah, you don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let us listen to it. It's JD McPherson. Song is "Hey Skinny Santa" from the album Socks. Right, that was JD McPherson. Uh, next and last, we are going to talk about Sufjan Stevens, Lonely Man of Winter. I'm really excited. I'm glad they picked. I didn't actually even know this happened. Me either until un- today, and I'm very excited <laughs> to hear it. So Sufjan, who has a million Christmas songs, he really does, and it's hard to keep track. But I think I I know I keep saying like I don't like you know, new Christmas songs all as much, but he is one where the whole album, it's just so pretty and lovely and there are bells and Mm -hmm. just his voice, which is so like ethereal to me. And I imagine that like, uh, Elio and, (laughs) um, what's his name? Army Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet and, or Shamala. I always forget his name or get it wrong. And Army Hammer would just be listening to this while, uh, wintering their Christmas tree. Yeah. Except that, while wintering, except there, yeah, that didn't happen. But, um, I love, so, uh, this new song is just really, beautiful and I really recommend all of his Christmas stuff but I was really excited because I was like should I do a new one 
so I found this one this morning and I was excited that it was Sufjan because he does such good he does good covers and they they sound really different from what you're used to favorite one of mine being um oh come Emmanuel uh but does great versions of all sorts of songs and then he has like these winter songs and you know go into the country songs that are mm-hmm. all part of these albums so highly recommend did you guys get a chance to listen to it yes okay good and I, I feel like what you said about how his voice is so beautiful you look at the title lonely man of winter mm-hmm. and then you're totally fooled when he starts singing yes. because it even if the lyrics are like as sad as the song title kind of insists it's really beautiful and really enjoyable to listen to surprisingly because when I saw that song title I was like this is gonna be interesting to get me in the holiday spirit but it like it really is a beautiful kind of narrative I, I guess you, you kind of imagine you're on like a sleigh ride in the country just maybe a little sad because it's the holidays and you have to be with your family sometimes <laughs> that sucks but um no sorry mom and dad please don't listen to this um but yeah, just this sort of like beautiful melancholy, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I love this. Um, it's definitely kind of that like Seven Swans, uh, Sufjan sound with that just like really gorgeous, like clear, like banjo, acoustic guitar tone that's mm-hmm. just like so cl- like clear and bright, like a, a fresh winter, bright. I don't know. Winter yeah. snow, um, field, I don't know. But yeah, and I, because I, I, I had not heard about it, so I did some research. So actually, this was recorded in 2007. Oh, wow. And he it was like the winner of a songwriting contest. He, he like put on this songwriting contest, and then the winner of the contest got the song, and they were the only person who has like heard it for 11 years. And now this is like the official release of it. Oh, do you think he just locks himself into a bunker and like did all of these Christmas songs or holiday songs at the same time years ago and now is just releasing them forever? Right. And he's like, I'll, I'm just going to do 100 <laughs> Christmas songs in five days and then I'll be set for the rest like of my life. I thought this like a 2013 feel, you know? It's like, no, just kidding. <laughs> um but yeah, and then the one on, so this is on Spotify, and then that comes with it is a remix version that's really pretty too, that's remixed by Doveman, who remixed one of the Sufjan songs on the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack, uh, and that features a singer, Melissa Mary Ahern, singing along with him, and it's like a duet, and it's really pretty. So yeah, I'm I'm so glad. I just love Sufjan. I think like his voice is incredible. His voice is incredible, and all these Christmas songs—they're really good. They're really good for like background if you're just chilling, mm-hmm. eating dinner too, but also good to pay attention to. So it kind of like runs the gamut for holiday. Songs it is a nice for break from the like all I want for Christmas is you and mm-hmm. stuff, where it's like you get way too into it mm-hmm. and you're kind of distracted from anything else and it's yeah. or if you're not really looking for that super upbeat Christmas mm. song because I feel like when you think Christmas songs initially you're like the really happy feel good mm-hmm. kind of Christmas every day David Archuleta vibe yeah. but it's kind of nice to be able to throw stuff like this in there and feel like you're listening to an alternative record because I mean you are but you know what I mean like mm-hmm. not a non-holiday record but it's holiday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a playlist can't be like all upbeat bangers one right. after the other. You're gonna, there's gonna be party exhaustion. You're gonna get too tired. Out. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's listen to it. It's Sufjan Stevens, Lonely Man of Winter. If I could put a finger on it, but I have no idea if what I want is better than this, is it the lonely? Man of wind. 
All right, uh, Taylor. Before before we sign off, did you want to shout out? Uh, I think you had a special mention you wanted to give. I gotta say, Aloe Black killed it with his album. Like it's it's. I don't remember what the actual album's title is, but wait, so does the, he have a Christmas album? Yeah, it's like I think it's like Funk Christmas or something. It's Funk and Christmas in the title, but there's a song called Funky Ass Christmas, and that's a jam. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to it right now. I after mean, like, we end this. He. It's funny because I feel like he got this reputation from Wake Me Up because he was part of this amazing Avicii record that was so ubiquitous and just like such a pop dance kind of jam. But he actually has such a soulful, funky side. And while he may show that on his own music, this was like a really big opportunity for him to just kind of hone in on that. And so the the song Funky Ass Christmas is super fun and like just makes you want to jam. Just, you know, I'm like, you, I know that podcasters can't see what I'm doing, but <laughs> they, they she's definitely you know, jamming. Like, you just like, she's it's jamming. like a headbanger yeah. without being a headbanger. You know what I mean? Like the like, yeah. the like, yeah, I feel this it. kind of thing. Yeah. The bop. Yeah. It's, it's funky. It's a ass. bop. Yeah. So Aloe Black did a really good job at like making this Christmas lane for himself that's kind of untraditional and really yes. fun. I looked it up, it's Christmas funk. Christmas funk. The See? So, there we go. And that's exactly funk, what Christmas, this is. Christmas funk, same thing. But it's uh, a it's a funky album for sure. He does not lie about that one. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to check it out, but we can still play some of it here, even if we haven't heard it, Denise Great. and I. But yep. uh, so let's listen to it. So it's "Funky Ass Christmas." Yeah. Is the song. <laughs> All right. Allo Black, "Funky Ass Christmas." All right, that was Aloe Black. Uh, and that's all we got. So a bunch of new 2018 seasonal favorites. Definitely check them out. Check them out. Uh, John Legend album, start to finish. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Taylor, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having Denise, me. thanks for revisiting the I Holiday lo- Music Podcast. I love it. We should do this more often, but not holiday I music. Mean, yeah. I know you do it very often. I just need to insinuate myself. We yeah, can do like the Christmas yourself. in July thing next year. People are going to be missing it by the time that rolls around, We right? should do a pre-Christmas uh, October podcast because that's when they all come out and it's like, here, you can buy them. That's, I'm just not ready to listen to them that's in true. October. That's kind of difficult. Like, I have to wait to December, personally. I'm a November one person, but that's me again. I think that's defensible. I'm definitely <laughs> post-Thanksgiving. Yeah, Before uh-huh. then, I'm just like, I can't. It's mm-hmm. just it's wrong. It's not allowed to be played out loud in my house <laughs> until <laughs> after Thanksgiving, but I can play it myself. So are you the kind of person that like walks by the Christmas section at Target and you're like actually happy about the fact that it's also right next to like the Easter basket. Yep, baskets? I'm fine with this. Okay. Hey, they gotta sell their, their wares at some point. You don't need it <laughs> December 24th. You need it earlier. <laughs> this is a fair point. All right. Um, well, that's all we got for this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tweet us what you're thinking about this season's new holiday favorites. And we will catch you uh, in 2019, actually. Happy holidays. So happy happy holidays, holidays. Happy New Year. Until next time.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.